everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today's the Day Changemakers podcast. I am Jody Grunwald. This week, I am super excited to share conversations that I had with entrepreneurs from around the world. A new episode each day from Monday, December 13th to Friday, December 17th will air as my guests will share their journey to entrepreneurship. Being an entrepreneur is not easy. It takes tenacity, determination, motivation, and the ability to just keep going, even when it may seem like there are so many hurdles to jump over, or that there are others out there that may be doing something very similar. If you have a fire in your belly to do something that is calling directly to you, then listen in to hear how these entrepreneurs found their differentiator and brought an idea into reality. On Monday, December 13th, you will hear from my guest Nadine Van Leerup from the Netherlands founder of The Orange Typewriter. Nadine is an international copywriter helping businesses to communicate successfully abroad. She is also the host of the Special Needs Supermom podcast. On Tuesday, hear from Christine Scar from England. She shares how she left being a full-time architect to start Kvist Interior Designs and the newly launched Kvist Boutique. On Wednesday, Joanne Colella from Arizona talks about how she went from being an editor-in-chief of five monthly magazines to starting her own communications business. On Thursday, take a trip with me to Dubai, where Nadine Soa shares her where's home journey and how she helps expats relocate. Then finally on Friday, join Charlotte Lester from the UK as she talks about her burnout slayer toolbox. We all know someone who has experienced burnout if we haven't experienced it ourselves. She has tools that can be of assistance to all of us. These are five entrepreneurs who have decided it was time to control their destiny. Listen in to hear stories of inspiration that actually may inspire you to make today the day that you take steps towards reaching your entrepreneurial goals. Please subscribe to the Today's the Day Changemakers YouTube channel or stream this podcast on all streaming sites. Visit todayisthedayliveit.com to learn more about our upcoming International Changemakers Forum. It is time to challenge ourselves and disrupt the status quo. This is an international networking opportunity along with six Ignite Your Spark live breakout sessions with over 30 of my changemaker guests who are leaders, CNN heroes, TEDx speakers, and more. All of this will be done via Zoom on March 24th. You do not want to miss this inaugural event. You can purchase tickets on todayisthedayliveit.com. Again, visit todayisthedayliveit.com and follow us on social media at todayisthedayliveit. The views expressed by all Today's the Day Changemakers podcast guests are their own. Their appearance on the Today's the Day Changemakers podcast does not imply any endorsement of them or any entity that they represent. Welcome to another episode of the Today's the Day Changemakers podcast. I am Jody Grinwald, and as I say every week, I get to interview the most incredible people from around the world. So today I have Charlotte Lester with me. Hi, Charlotte. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for having me on. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on. And I know we've been trying to get this to happen, and it it makes it more difficult when there's a time difference. So just so everybody knows, uh, Charlotte is coming to us from Essex um, in the UK, uh, right outside of London, right? Yep, that's right. So just on the outskirts. That's awesome. So Charlotte, I'm going to read your bio, and then we're going to get into a great conversation. I've really been looking forward to this conversation. So Charlotte Lester is the founder of the Burnout Slayer Toolbox which offers a wide array of products and services to help combat 
burnout. So everybody can understand now why I'm excited about this conversation. From our courses and programs that will help you build the foundations for success to luxurious products that will make you feel amazing, we have it all. Show everybody that beautiful shirt that I, if you can Yay. see it, play the day. I'm excited <laughs> to talk about that. Plus, our consulting services and business management and implementation agency are there to help business owners who find themselves in operational weeds and need some guidance getting back on the road of pure joy in business and life. How many of you out there are feeling that way? In addition to running her business, Charlotte was a co-author in an Amazon best-selling book. What's the title of the book, Charlotte? So that's, uh, it's actually a series, so it's Crazy Daisy and it's book two. Ooh, okay, we, we have talked about that too. It has appeared on many podcasts and been a guest expert in multiple groups and memberships. Charlotte has an amazingly supportive husband, two daughters, and two rescue dogs. Uh, she's also a mental health campaigner for a well-known charity in the UK. Being a sufferer of OCD and experiencing firsthand the effects mental health has on people and families is the driver for Charlotte to want to support as many people as possible to not get to, crisis, to a crisis point in their business. Wow, Charlotte, that was a great bio and so much to unpack. I, I, every piece, I'm like, okay, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about that. As I was doing <laughs> beforehand, I'm like, oh boy, I'm in trouble. There's so much in here. But thank you. But let's let's start out with um, what got you to really focus in on burnout because you know, set the stage. Oh, so many of us are there. We were there before COVID. Then COVID hit, and that just kind of launched a lot of depression and then people trying to work from home and handle kids and everybody all at the same time. It's such a juggle. So where did your passion for that start? It's really around the mental health aspects of it, because although burnout is not just the mental health aspects, it's also physically as well. Um, once people really burn out, there's so many symptoms. And, and most people, once they burn out, they think, well, I'm never going back to that business again. I'm just I'm cutting all strings with it because that caused me to burn out. And that really broke my heart because, you know, people have put their heart and soul into this business and they ultimately just felt consistently overwhelmed, consi consistently stressed out and feeling like there's just no end to it, which then led to more physical symptoms with the headaches and exhaustion and, and kind of depression to an extent that is really, really hard to recover from. So the whole emphasis around burnout for me is to really shine a light on the symptoms because most people say when they've burnt out, they say, it just happened. I don't know where it came from. Whereas actually there's so many symptoms that happen in the run up to that. And most of the time it's around a year long, if not slightly longer, slightly less, slightly less, you know, but around a year where they will have these symptoms and they're just thinking, you know, we live in a society now where we're told business is hard, you know, you need to hustle, you need to get up earlier, you need to create more time. And ultimately that leads to people to burn out because they're thinking, okay, well, if everyone's telling me it's meant to be hard, then maybe I'm just meant to feel this way. And they don't associate those symptoms with burnout until it's too late. And that's then I always say it's much easier to prevent burnout than what it is to recover from burnout. And that's really where I want to help people to really understand the symptoms of burnout. And, you know, it's not saying if you're overwhelmed, you're on that road to burnout. If you're overwhelmed consistently, daily, most of the time, then there's a very high chance that you are on that road to burnout. But if you're overwhelmed on the odd day or, you know, you're stressed out, things haven't gone well, but then 
you know, you're not feeling that stress and that pull on other days, then chances are that is just the business stress side of things. So it's kind of showing those different sides to it. And when you really need to be making some changes in your business to make sure you don't hit that burnout block. It's what you're saying. You're just totally speaking to me here because I remember working in nonprofit and I talk about this on the podcast many times, you know, working those 60 to 80 hour weeks, feeling so energized in the beginning of all of that. But you're right. I actually can remember the moment where I said, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like it, it felt like it suddenly hit me, like you said, but there were signs along the way of yeah. exhaustion. Working till 3 a.m. should have been, uh, you know, a sign by itself. Yeah. But um, so what you have, you have a toolkit, you know, that I know that you talk about your toolbox. And yeah. so talk, talk to us a little bit about how do we how do we catch it before we get to the point where we're like I don't know if I can continue continue to do yeah. this. So I really really say so within the toolbox that I work with the burnout slayer toolbox is kind of a new concept, but it brings all my offerings together in a really succinct way because they all have the prevention of burnout at the core value of of what they're there for. So. I always say to people, especially as an example with outsourcing, so when they're outsourcing, say, our agency side with its business management and implementation, people will say, oh, I just need to outsource this thing. Whereas actually sometimes if people outsource too soon or they outsource the wrong things, that can lead them to burnout because they're outsourcing, they're spending money, they're working harder to compensate for that money and they're not getting the return back from it. So my main mission is to help people understand what tools they need at the right time so they don't end up on that road because a lot of the time you know there's a lot of virtual assistants as example as freelancers out there that will just say oh i've got a new client whereas actually there's so many different elements that go into taking on that new client you know has the client streamlined what they're doing are they outsourcing strategies that, that work you know are they going to bring back a return? Because if a strategy don't work, don't invest the money for someone to do that strategy for you because you're not going to get that return back. Okay. And that's often one of the biggest mistakes that I find clients make is they do outsource things because they're told to outsource these things. Whereas actually you need to pull back in your business to really evaluate what is working, what can be automated, then look at outsourcing it and then look at have you actually created the foundations to sustain this going forward so have you created your systems processes have you looked at your tools you're using because again so many people will pay out for different tools that they don't utilize they're not necessarily using um, and it's just making sure that you really create that structure in your business that really really helps you to prevent yourself from becoming overwhelmed and making sure that you're on that right road so um who is your ideal client? Obviously somebody who might be dealing with burnout. Um, but what are your, you know, what are your first in your, in your first meeting with that person? What are the types of things that you may go over with them? Yeah. So the first meeting is mainly around where they are in their business. Most of the time our clients will come to us. It will be they're overwhelmed. They're feeling overwhelmed. They're feeling a bit lost because they don't know where to go. They've maybe tried outsourcing, not, probably not worked very well, or they're not utilizing their team as well as they should be. So they're not getting that return back. So we really sit down and look at where they are at the moment, what's happening, how we can pull back on that overwhelm, how we can create structure that's going to stop them feeling that they have to 
be doing everything all the time and really set out a business that means that they can take a holiday because I think that's something that so many business owners fail to do because they think I can't possibly take a day off let alone a week you know and ultimately you want to be able to take a two-week holiday you know a six-week vacation if that's what you would like to do but you need to have a business that's going to sustain that so we really look at building up those those foundations and those building blocks to be able to enable you to do that. Absolutely. It makes perfect sense. And um, I think it's, a, it's not a one size fits all for everybody. Everybody's businesses are Absolutely. so different. And, he, and even two businesses that are the same, the owners are very different and unique. We're all originals, right? So yeah, different things. So where did you start your career? So I started my career in corporate. So I was working for one of the UK's leading banks, worked there for about 13 years and ended up moving on to to run my own business so within corporate i was working with some of the key stakeholders i was working within a marketing department within private banking as a pa ea and then business manager um so really kind of built up my skill set there and then realized that actually you know, I, I wanted to make more of an impact. And in corporate, I think we can kind of be contained into this box of this is your job role, this is what you do. Um, and I, I didn't want to do that anymore. I, mental health was a really big passion of mine, a really big thing that I thought was really important. And I wanted to make more of an impact there. And I found actually, if I started my own business, I can have that impact and I can help more people and not have to sit from the outside view looking in that the, that, you know, these amazing business owners are burning out and just giving up. I wanted to be able to help them to, to continue through. So, you know, uh, this, this uh, interview is going to be part of my entrepreneur roundtable from around the world, uh, because I am, you know, I truly believe that most people don't really understand what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Because yeah. you, you know, we working for another organization, it's not easy. We all know that. Yeah. But you said something that's very true. A lot of times you have to fit into a box because your supervisor says this is the way it's gonna be, this is the way it's gonna go. Like it or not, this is the way it's always been done. Whether it works or not, sometimes you have those those supervisors yeah. as well. But when you become an entrepreneur, and I wanted you to talk a little bit about how this felt for you, especially because you, you mentioned that you had OCD. So I can imagine how yeah. it felt to make sure you had all your ducks in a row, <laughs> yeah. uh, right? Um, is that we don't have projections from the prior year. When you start, we don't have, there's no, there's no crystal ball. It's literally taking a leap of faith and saying, I'm gonna do this for me, leaving the big money behind and the big title behind even though you have owner, and we'll talk about this after, it may not have the same effect as if you were, you know, the CEO of Bank of America. So yeah. talk a little bit about what it was like and dealing with OCD, taking that leap and, and knowing that, you know, there is no, there's no crystal ball of what the future is going to bring. Yeah, I think for me, it was really, I mean, when I gave up corporate was around the same time that I was pregnant with my second daughter as well. And I realized that actually I needed more flexibility in life as well. I wanted to be able to make impact and I wanted to be around for, for my children. And that's, that was really the driving force for me to start out. You know, I came from corporate, everything was set up, software was set up. You weren't allowed to access certain software. You weren't allowed to automate, you weren't allowed. And there were so many frustrations around 
why am I wasting my time doing this thing? You know, it can so easily be automated. And when I then came into business and I realized, you know, I can do these things. I can make things, I can make things so much simpler and so much easier for myself. But I had to learn the tools and I had to learn the, the way of doing business. You know, I never came from a background or a family with family run businesses. You know, having a business was always something that other people done. It wasn't what I done. It was, you know, I went out to get a job and work hard for someone else. So actually changing my mindset around I can do this really, really made a difference. And I think the OCD aspect of it was fine until I then started to realize that actually when things become stressful, when things become a lot, that's one of my main triggers with OCD. And OCD for me will, could then last as an episode for a couple of weeks at, at least. Um, and I've got more of like a checking OCD. So it would constantly be playing in my mind. Have I done this? Have I done that? Have I, and almost taking over my life. So that was then when I really felt that the impact I needed to make was around mental health. And that's where I could make that impact because I, you know, I had and still have mental health with OCD and, and how to overcome that. Because I think some people, when they don't, when they haven't had those kind of struggles their self, it can be very hard for people to understand. For an example, people would always say to me, you need to journal every day. You know, journaling is what's going to work for you. And I done it, I done it for a year. I hated every single moment of it because what I done because of the OCD, I created that into my ritual. So actually I added that to my list of things that I have to do, which completely takes away the reasoning behind journaling, you know? So I have to be very, very careful around, sure, I've got routines, you know, I've got structure, but I have to be very careful around what's in that structure and what, what I do day in, day out. And that's something that many people wouldn't have understood if it weren't for me saying, actually, that doesn't work for me and it doesn't work for me because X, Y, and Z. And then they kind of realize, but I think there's still that kind of misunderstanding of, but you do, you, you do need to journal because that's what you need to do. But it's like, but actually it's not going to work for everyone. So it's really kind of helping people to understand that, you know, life isn't a cookie cutter. Business isn't a cookie cutter. You know, everything is different and we have to bring out and treat people as individuals, you know, when there's something that's not working, how can we adapt? How can we still create those results, but without doing that specific thing that isn't working for that person? You know, you, you just gave the person who may be listening to this that has OCD permission. And I think that's yeah. one thing we always look for, right? We look for permission of, well, I don't feel like I really want to do this, but yet I've been told I need to. And then hearing somebody say, well, I don't like doing that either. And so I decided I'm not going to keep that on my list because it doesn't work for me. Yeah. And, and sometimes that's the thing is that we, we, we think we have to, you know, and, and somewhere someone told us we must. Um, and we don't, it has to be what works for you. And it's, as we said before, it's not one size fits all. So it's interesting. So I haven't been, um, diagnosed officially with ADHD, but 
I, I honestly believe I have that. And, and my sister has not been officially diagnosed with OCD, but she totally believes that she has that. So we run a business together, a nonprofit. So you have an ADHD person and an OCD person working together, right? Yeah. So I'm like, throw spaghetti at the wall. And when <laughs> I go to her and say, I've got a great idea. She is like, wants to run out the front door. You know what I'm saying? Because she knows that that means <laughs> there's going to be a lot, it's going to be a lot of input for her, right? You yeah. know, I have this uh, nickname of the tornado in the family. So, <laughs> so for the OCD people, that is not, that's like, oh no, here she comes. So yeah. it's, it's very, so how do you, I'm sure you deal a lot with people who are, are, are the other end of the spectrum of that, which would yeah. be on that ADHD. So how do you manage the balance between that? Um, would you tell people who work together with other people who are not like them? Yeah. So I think for me, it works quite well because I am managing my OCD. You know, I, there's certain things and there's certain triggers that I can look out for that I would have known when I was in corporate, but in business, it was a whole different ball game. You know, I had to figure these out again. And now that I'm aware of them and I am aware of tactics that I can use to, to help me to um, combat when I'm feeling that, okay, I'm, I'm not feeling great. This is going to end up in a bit of an episode if I don't pull back now. So it's really being self-aware, but because of that, it means that when I have clients, most of the time they will be, you know, chaotic because they're overwhelmed, they're stressed, they're thinking, oh, I need to do these things like last year. Um, but because I've got that element of kind of calmness, I suppose, around me, it kind of brings us back to the middle ground of, okay, look, let's look at this logically and let's look at why you're doing this thing. Why do you want to do this thing? What's the goal around it? What are you going to get back in return from it? And it ultimately really works. It's like opposites, you know, opposites attract sometimes. And I think that really works. Um, and I think that's why people that are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out are my ideal clients. You know, other people I'll speak to, peers that are in the support industry will say, I couldn't think of anything worse. You know, I don't want someone that's chaotic and overwhelmed and stressed out. I want someone that knows, you know, what they want doing and, and just get on with it. Um, whereas, you know, I'm the opposite. So I think it's kind of finding that balance. And I think you then attract those people, you know? So if they're the people that I'm talking to, um, my marketing's geared to them, you know, they're the people that are going to come to me. How can people find you and follow you? So you can mainly find me over on Instagram. At I am Charlotte Lester. That's actually a new account. Um, and I am on Facebook and LinkedIn and all the other platforms. And that is the Burnout Slayer Toolbox. Oh, I love that. I love that. So tell us about the shirt because that's new, right? It is. It's very new. So that is about a month and a half now. Um, so only in the UK at the moment, but I am working on getting it changed. So we'll be shipping internationally very, 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 very soon. Um, but the shirt is all around kind of that middle ground, because what I felt was actually clients would say, I haven't, you know, I haven't got the money to invest in, in outsourcing or investing in courses, especially earlier running business. And I think sometimes we just need something that's going to pick us up, you know, something that we can see that we, or we can feel. And, you know, it's hundred percent cotton. It's really, really soft. It just feels nice. And that's ultimately what I wanted to achieve with this, with this top and jumper was, was just around that kind of feeling of 
of you know contentment and i am enough and i can you know slay the day as it says i love it i love it so um so for those listening charlotte and i met by chance um through uh the female entrepreneur association which is a, a great organization and um and so you had put out you know what do people feel about so this is a great story because i feel like it's you sometimes you look for the validation and it doesn't come other times you look for it and then all of a sudden it comes at you know the, it starts pouring in so you put out on as a facebook post about what do you think right it was something about what is it yeah. would you buy a shirt that said slay the day and all of that and then what happened it it went absolutely insane i just i couldn't i couldn't believe it i literally i think people thought that was a really good sales technique and it it actually was not a sales technique in the slightest all i had done was create one jumper for myself and just thought actually do you know what i think someone else would would maybe like this but i don't know so i want to ask i also know you know it's not going to be one of the cheapest tops because it is cotton you know it's more about the quality of it and i thought i want to ask i want to ask if people would pay the kind of price points around the jumpers and whether or not they you know they would want this and it just went absolutely mad to the extent that people were saying well can i buy it now have you got a link that i can buy it now and i literally had nothing else set up i didn't have the shop set up i had no sales link i had no i didn't have any kind of actual pricing i just had this is a top this is the idea what do you think <laughs> i love it i love it and what i loved is right so i was one of those that signed in and said, yes, I would purchase yeah. it. I'm in the United States, which is obviously an issue for shipping so far, but it's, I know you're working on that and I can't wait. Yeah. I'm on the waiting list. I'm on the waiting yes. list. I'm excited about that. But I loved watching like that just connection because I'm all about connection. I do coaching and it's all around that, which is watching the connection of people being like, I need that. Like I need to wear that to feel good. I, you know, it just, just remind me that I can slay the day. And I, I thought that was just such a great thing to, to witness. So now how do people in the UK buy it? And those of us like myself, you can go on the waiting list. Yes. So you can go to the website, which is burnout-slayer.com slash shop. And then there's also a link for a wait list as well. So you can sign into the wait list there. If you're in the UK, then you can, you can purchase the jumper there too. And we've got some other products on there as well now, which is really exciting. So that's, that is great. So those who do buy can buy now. Those who are in, in the UK, it's ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So I want to talk a little bit, because I know, I know we're running out of time. I want to just talk for a minute about the books. Right. So you said you're yes. on, on uh, number two. Yes. Um, so number two book, which is a series and it's an amazing, amazing book series that a lady called Trudy has pulled together. And it's all around people's stories. You know, it's all around inspiring people to create a business and people that are sitting there like myself when I was in corporate thinking, I can't run a business knowing that you know you can you don't that you don't need to have any magic qualification that means that you can create a business you can create a business and you are enough because i think that's one thing i wish i had known back then was that i am enough and i'm enough as i am now so that's great that's exciting and congratulations on the books that's really 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 fun what message do you have today for someone who is listening that is an entrepreneur 
that, well, I, I, let me back that up, that wants to be an entrepreneur, right? That, that thinks about, has all those gremlins in their mind. People may even be saying to them, there's too many people right now that own businesses. There's not enough, we don't need another person who's an entrepreneur. What do you tell them? There's always space. There's always space. And I think one of the biggest things is people say, the market's saturated. You know, it's not. Because how you're going to deliver something is completely different to how someone else does. And you're going to attract the right people. For me, it's attracting people that are really struggling with their mental health, that are really struggling to, to, to keep their personal life and their business afloat because they're just feeling that there's no other way to go. But for someone else that's doing the same thing as me, you know, they're probably not going to attract the, the same people. So just know that there is space and that you are enough and just go for it. Yeah, that's a great message and it's so true. And I know that if you don't know how, and I know so, I, I, I'm struggling with certain things of not knowing how, we all do, yeah. we get to that point. It's asking questions, it's finding those who know. Sometimes it costs a little bit, sometimes you can get some things that are donated or time, you know, do some sort of a knowledge uh, sharing of some sort. Do you have any, any special things that you can share for those who are just in that place of, I don't know where to start? Yeah, I would say, break it down. Break it down, what do you need to do? And most of the time people will say when they're starting out, I need to create a website, I need to create socials, I need to create this. No, you need to go out and make a sale so you can validate what you're doing and then you can come back to all that stuff. You don't need a website, you don't need social media to get started, you just need to be able to make that sale, however that is, if it is social media, you know, fine but you don't need to work on all that stuff yet just go out there and do it it's it's so true and even in the coaching world they're always like okay what's your name going to be what you got to get a business card you yeah. have to do a website you have and it's not true it, it, it most important is to talk to people who you think will connect with you so that you could start building your network and yeah. that that to me is the most you know most important is get that network going get those people yeah. who believe in you who can help you yeah. so I'm going to, I enjoyed our conversation so much, and I'm going to ask you the last question that I ask all of my guests, and that is, if you knew then, what, and you almost answered it before, so it could be something yeah. different, if you knew then what you know now, and it could be more than one thing, what would you tell your younger self? That to go for it, and that I am enough, just as I am, just knowing that you don't need to be someone else to be able to make your mark in the online world, I think, or, or any world, you know, I think we kind of, we can sometimes feel that we need to pretend to be someone that we're not in order to, to get those results. And it's just knowing that you don't, you need to go out there and be yourself because, you know, someone is going to relate to you and you're going to connect with someone. And it's, you know, it's so much more joyful when you're being yourself. It's so true. And I, and I think that a lot of people feel like, yeah, that sounds easy for someone who's looking back, right? But it's yeah. not easy for me today because everything seems so overwhelming and big. And bite-sized yeah. bite pieces sometimes seem hard, but it's the only way. Big picture can be very overwhelming. Take it from the big picture person. I, yeah. I It can get very overwhelming. Charlotte, what... Um, Anything else, any other messages you'd like to share with those who may be listening? 
I just want to say, you know, if if you are feeling that you want to create a business, if you're if you're wanting to kind of step into the business world and something's holding you back, kind of don't let anything hold you back. Just just go for it. You know, that what's the worst that could happen? Right. We don't, you know, it's I, I, I'm trying to think of it. I think it's Brene Brown who says, you don't fail, you fall. And we yeah. fall as babies all the time and we get back up and we, you know, dust ourselves off. We may shed a tear, but we do, we always get back up. And that happens yeah. as adults, it's just a different falling. So I think you're hundred percent right. It's like, just do, I, I know, I know Nike says, just do it, but it yeah. is, it, it is just, it's just do it. And sometimes like I, myself, I, you know, when I launched, I, I was still working the other job. It was hard to manage to, you know, both at the same time. But what you said before was so perfect about the fact that like sometimes like you had you were you were pregnant you were having a baby and you decided you wanted flexibility and that pushed you sometimes we need that little push um, yeah but make sure you don't get to the burnout place that's the push because you know no matter what before you get to that space you know reach out to charlotte one more time charlotte how did they get in touch with you yep so i'm mainly over on instagram i am charlotte lester and also on the other platforms but mainly on instagram Charlotte, thank you for your time coming in from thank the UK. Thank you so much. So, so appreciated. And you have to come back and give us an update, especially yeah. when these shirts are ready, because I yes. <laughs> you're <laughs> waiting patiently. <laughs> Absolutely waiting patiently for that shirt. Because um, I was, you know what? And too bad, right? The holidays are coming. So hopefully yeah. we'll get it for another holiday. But thank, <laughs> thank you so much for helping people and, and explaining to people about OCD and mental health and and being there to support people. We need more change makers like you. So, so appreciate that. Thank you so much. So I'm gonna say what I say at the end of every single podcast, today is the day. You cannot go back to yesterday and you do not yet own tomorrow. So what small or large step are you taking today to get yourself closer to your goals? Don't forget to like, subscribe, share the Today's the Day Change Makers podcast. And I hope you have a fabulous week, everyone. Bye, Charlotte. Bye.